and other episodes ad-free. Listener shout-outs and more. Help support the show through our official Patreon at patreon.com slash bleedersdigest. That's D-I-E-G-E-S-T. The following contains mature subject matter, coarse language, intense situations, and is meant for an adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. Evil might just come along with them. Bleeder's Digest, issue number 35. Baba Yaga, part one. Every time a story is told, it's given more power. The trouble with sharing stories or legends through the years is sometimes they can be wicked and dangerous. You may not realize until it's too late that all those stories are truly meant for is to invite the evil in. This story is called Baba Yaga Part 1, written by Chrissy Fox. The Geller's kitchen is large and grand looking. Seven-year-old Stella is eating her cereal and fruit. She pushes a berry across her plate. Her beautiful nanny, Nadia, looks disapprovingly. Will you not eat your breakfast, baby? I'm not a baby. Nadia lovingly pets Stella's hair. I know you're not baby. You're my big, beautiful Stella Belle. Stella looks up from her plate for a moment. I miss Mommy. Why did she have to go with Daddy to work? They needed their time. She'll be home this weekend. Don't you miss Daddy, too? Daddy, too, but Mommy's supposed to teach me how to make French toast by myself. I could teach you. Okay. After school? It's a date. But we have to get your camping gear first, remember? Your old hiking boots don't fit you now. Okay. You better hurry or you miss bus. Stella looks around. Where's Lily? Benjamin drive her to school early for cheerleader practice. She only has to do a morning practice because she got in trouble. You don't tattletale, Stella. She smokes sometimes, you know. Nadia gestures for Stella to hurry. Go. I saw her and Bria on the roof. It smelled really weird. That's all I'm going to say. Stella puts up her hands. Go now, I see bus. Have a wonderful day. Stella rolls her eyes. Bye. Stella rushes out the front door. Nadia shakes her head and begins cleaning up. Stella comes bursting into the kitchen after school. Nadia lovingly kisses her on the head. How was school? Stella's 14-year-old sister Lily enters, picking up an apple and biting into it. Lily is followed by her best friend Bria. Fucking pointless. Lily sits on the kitchen counter. She wears a short skirt and docks. Bria is wearing a crop top and short jean shorts. Nadia looks at both of their outfits disapprovingly. Where is your clothes? What? I've got nice legs. You nice girl. Why you dress like this? Because she's a slut. Nadia looks at Stella shocked. Where do you hear this word? <laughs> Bria laughs. She thinks Stella's hilarious. Stella and Lily's 16-year-old brother Benjamin enters. Stella jumps up excited. She loves her big brother. Benny! She hugs her brother tightly. Hey, Belle Belle, what's going on? Can you tell me a scary story? Why do you want a scary story? Because Paisley told the scariest one at school today and freaked out all the other kids. 
I'm going to tell one tomorrow. I wish I could, but I got to get over to Josh's. Isn't that scary enough? What you guys doing there? Just some homework. See you girls later. Benjamin tousles Stella's hair and smiles widely. She clearly adores her big brother. So, Nadia, Bria and I are going to sleep at her house tonight. Is that cool? Lily asks, hopefully. It's a school night. Your mama does say no sleepover on school night. Please, they don't have to know. Lily begs. I don't know, Lily. She just wants to go so she can go out and kiss that Thayer guy. And maybe more. Shut the fuck up. Lily barks. You shut the fuck up. Stella spits. Hey, enough. No more bad language. Lily, you can go, but you have to come home tonight, okay? Be back by 10. 10.30? Please? I promise. We'll just be studying and hanging at my place. I bet her parents aren't even home. Lily lunges at her little sister, and Nadia steps between them. Go. 10.30, the latest. Lily hugs Nadia happily. You're the best. The two girls rush off excitedly. Are you ready to go shopping? Sure, I guess. Can you tell me a scary story? Why you want to be scared? You lose sleep. No, I, I won't. I promise. Maybe later then, okay? Okay. Later that evening, with shopping bags strewn across the kitchen counter, Stella and Nadia are cooking French toast. Benjamin walks in and picks up a piece of toast, taking a bite. I made that one all by myself. Stella is beaming with pride at her brother. Pretty damn good, Stella. Thanks. How was Josh? It was fine. Do you know what else he has to bring for this camping trip? Your mom and dad say they have everything. He just need hiking shoes and clothes. Okay. Can't believe they're making us do this for the whole week. It might be fun. Maybe we'll see some cute bunnies. Or a bear. Are there bears there? We're in the woods still, of course. Nadia puts her hand on a nervous Stella's shoulder. You'll be fine. Bears are scared of people. Stella nods, still not certain. It's our spring break they're hijacking. It's important to your dad. He used to do this with his family when he was young. It will be a special trip. Yeah, maybe. You want to hook us up with some liquor, Nod? Help us get through it? You stop. Benjamin is handsome and smiles playfully at Nadia, who smiles back. He gets away with basically everything. Grabbing another piece of French toast, Benjamin exits the kitchen, waving at Stella. Stella laughs. <laughs> so, can you tell me a scary story now, Nadia? Later. You need bath. You stink. No, I don't. <laughs> Nadia laughs at her. She's adorable. Later that evening, when Nadia enters Stella's room, Stella is lining up her dolls neatly surrounding her bed. There's at least 25 of them. Nadia smiles at her display. You want to sleep with an audience? They all want to hear the story. Oh, I don't know, Stella. What if you get nightmare? I won't, I swear. I'm not a little kid anymore. Please, Nadia, you promised. Nadia sighs, giving in. (sighs) Okay. But I do not want to hear peep later. Okay, okay. I, I promise. Make it really scary. I want to make Paisley pee herself. Nadia laughs. Really scary. Okay. Well, then let me tell you the story my babushka used to tell my brother and I if we were being bad. She would warn us that she would drop us off at the forest. Stella giggles and settles back into her pillow. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. One night, After it fall dark, a pretty little girl, she looked a lot like you, Stella, wandered into a pitch black forest. She was lost, going home late and couldn't find her way. She called out for her mother, but only her own voice echoed back to her. 
She could see her cold breath in the air. As she wandered deeper into the forest, her breath began making terrifying shapes of ghosts and scary creatures. If she didn't get help soon, she would surely die. Suddenly she trips, slipping into deep, muddy hole. Little girl tries to climb up but keeps slipping down, down, down. She screams out for someone to help her. Nothing. Just the sound of the forest above. Without warning, hand reached down, grabbing hers. It begins to pull little girl out of hole. Little girl is so relieved and happy, that is, until she becomes face to face with the Baba Yaga. Stella is captivated with every word, but also clearly afraid. What's the Baba Yaga? Oh, Stella, the little girl, wanted the same thing. She appeared to be a very old woman, but something told her she was much more. Something was telling this little girl that she should be very, very afraid, and that something was not right. Did she run away? She wanted to, but the poor little girl was so cold and dirty. She didn't know her way out of the forest, especially in the dark. She had nowhere to go. I would have ran. Good girl, Stella. Unfortunately, this little girl was not as smart as you. The Baba Yaga put her hand on the girl's face. She said, Poor little thing. You must be so cold and hungry. My house is just up there. Let me warm you up and get you nice, hot meal. The little girl was very hungry and cold. So she went with Baba Yaga. When they reached the house, it appeared to stand on chicken legs. It was a very weird sight. The little girl was nervous, but followed the old woman inside, not even noticing the fence made of bones and skulls in the darkness all around it. Bones? So she just went inside. That was a total stranger. Yes, she was indeed. So what happened to the little girl? More of Bleeder's Digest, issue number 35, Baba Yaga, part one, after this. That was a total stranger. Yes, she was indeed. So what happened to the little girl? Legend has it that Baba Yaga fed her and warm her up. She waited until little girl fell asleep. And then she take her true form. What did it look like? Nobody knows for sure. The little girl hear a noise in the darkness from the bed she was sleeping. Drip, drip, drip. Then again, drip, 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 drip. She did not see it was blood hitting her blanket. Little girl opened her eyes and there was Baba Yaga. Her mouth stretched open till all she could see was the evil inside. Baba Yaga ate that little girl in three large bites. Pulling the bones from her mouth, peeling her flesh. The little girl's remains are now on her fence somewhere in the dark, cold forest. Never to be seen again until the next child gets lost. She ate her? Nadia nods at Stella. 
Can you come to school and tell this story? Oh, maybe one day I can. So, was that scary enough for you? Stella nods, looking around her room nervously. Now you know the deal. Straight to bed, not a peep. Okay. Good night, pretty girl. Good night, Nadia. Nadia hugs Stella and begins to leave the room. Nadia puts her hand on the light switch. Nadia, could you leave it on a little? Nadia smiles and shakes her head. She dims the light a little. She knew this was a bad idea. Don't be scared. It's just a story. Okay, I know. Nadia exits the room, closing the door behind her. Stella lays staring at the ceiling for a long while. She eventually pulls her blanket up around her neck and lifts her head, looking around nervously at the long line of dolls around her room. Stella rolls onto her side and closes her eyes. She drifts off to sleep. The house is dark. Everything is still. Stella snores on her side, her hand hanging down over the side of the bed. Her hand twitches slightly. The dim lights suddenly flicker and the room goes dark. A loud dripping rings through the room. Drip, drip, drip. Drips of blood begin splashing onto the floor. Stella's completely unaware. Stella opens her eyes. The dripping sound has awoken her. She sits up confused. Lily? Stella looks around the room at her dolls she had set up. All of them stare back at her, but this time their eyes are glowing. Stella is terrified. One of them appears to move, and then she hears whispering. Stella grabs one of her pillows and throws it at a roll of dolls, knocking several of them over. Stella lies back down onto her back, directly on top of a demon Baba Yaga that has sunk into her bed. Baba Yaga's arms reach up, wrapping themselves around Stella's body. Stella screams at the top of her lungs in sheer panic and terror. She struggles to get free from Baba Yaga's grasp. A few moments later, Nadia bursts into Stella's room, turning on the light. Tears stream down Stella's face. Stella, what's wrong, baby? Nadia sits on Stella's bed and holds her. The little girl's nightgown and sheets are torn, and the blankets and pillows are on the floor. I... I... I knew this story was a bad idea, damn it. No! No, it was... A loud bang from down the hall startles them both. Nadia jumps up. It's the Babayaka! Nadia looks at Stella, afraid. Could it be? No! Don't go! Nadia heads out to the hall to investigate, not noticing a drip of blood still on Stella's floor. Nadia opens Stella's bedroom door slowly and screams, startled she's face to face with a clearly drunk Lily. Lily is carrying her shoes and trying to be quiet. Oh, busted. Lily, it's after one in the morning. I'm sorry you wouldn't have known, but I walked into the wall. (laughs) Shit, go to bed. We talk tomorrow. Nadia looks back through the doorway of Stella's room. Stella's picked up her blanket and pillow and is back in bed. Nadia sighs. (sighs) Good night, Stella. No more silliness tonight, okay? Stella nods. Looking very sleepy, Stella enters the kitchen the next morning. Lily is sitting at the table looking pissed off with her feet up. Nadia's cooking scrambled eggs. Good morning, sweet girl. Did you get any sleep? A little bit. You look like shit. 
Lily, stop. Listen, mom and dad are home tomorrow. You come straight home after school today. I am very disappointed. Ugh, you were young once. Didn't you like to have fun? I did not behave like this when I was 14. I have job. I was responsible. Shitty. Nadia sighs, giving up on Lily. Benjamin enters, holding his car keys. I'm leaving. You want a ride, Lil? Lily gets up, grabbing her backpack, and stomps off after Benjamin. Have a nice day. Stella watches them go. Nadia puts a plate of eggs in front of her. Stay good girl, okay, Stella? I will. Later that night, Stella is setting the table for dinner while Nadia cooks. I'm going to make it, like, really nice. Nadia stands back, admiring Stella's neat work on the dining table. She kisses Stella on the top of the head. Beautiful job. Go get your brother and sister. Lily! Ben! I could have did that. (laughs) You excited for mom and dad to come home tomorrow? Yeah, but I'm more excited for the camping trip. A hunched-over Lily enters the kitchen, followed by Benjamin. It's gonna blow. Stella gives Lily a dirty look. You hate everything. You will too one day. Nadia grabs a stack of magazines she had stashed away and presents them to Lily. Maybe this will help. What? Nad, you got everything on my list. Yep. Give you something to do with Bria in the tent. Thanks. We know my phone won't work. How's the internet not everywhere at this point? Lily smiles at Nadia. You got Lily porn? No fair. Shut up. I'm not a perv like you. Benjamin laughs. What's porn? (laughs) Oh, it's like... Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Lily and Benjamin laugh at Nadia. That night before bed, Stella is finishing putting all her toys away in a toy box. She closes the lid and then pauses. Stella grabs a stack of books and then another box of art supplies she has in her room and stacks them all on top of the toy box. Can't get out now. Nadia enters her room. Okay, Stella Bell, time for sleep. Mom and Dad will be here in the morning. Stella crawls into bed and Nadia covers her up and kisses her head. I love you, Nod. I love you too, sweet girl. Good night. Nadia? Yes, baby. The Baba Yaga is not real, right? You're fine, baby. It's just a scary story. Did your friends like it? I didn't tell them. I just want to forget about it. Okay, that is good. Can you leave the light on a little again? Of course. Nadia turns Stella's light down a little and pulls the bedroom door shut behind her as she leaves the room. Nadia is asleep in her bed. The house is silent. From above Nadia's bedroom doorway on the ceiling, a crawlspace door slides open slowly. It stops halfway. All we can see is darkness from inside. Slowly, chicken feathers begin to drift out and fall onto the floor. In a blur, Stella opens Nadia's bedroom door and stands in the doorway, right underneath the crawl space. Nadia? I'm scared. Nadia stirs as Stella slips on the feathers and hits the floor with a loud thud. (gasps) Nadia sits up in bed, startled. She squints, realizing Stella is on the floor. Stella? Are you alright? What are you doing? Stella stands, rubbing her painful elbow. Ow! Without warning, something seemingly invisible comes out of the darkness at a rapid speed. It slams Stella against the wall. Stella begins sliding up the wall towards the open crawl space. Stella and Nadia are both screaming. 
Nadia can't get to her fast enough. The head of the Baba Yaga sticks out from the hole in the ceiling and begins opening her dark mouth wide. She begins violently eating Stella. Stella's blood pours down from above, covering Nadia in her white pajamas. In an instant, Stella is gone. Chicken feathers fall, sticking to the blood on Nadia. Nadia's face is terror-stricken and coated in Stella's blood. Baba Yaga Part 1 Written by Chrissy Fox Featuring Chrissy Fox as the narrator, Nadia and Stella Angel Melanson as Lily Spider One as Benjamin Michelle Carter as Bria Engineering production and sound design by Chrissy Fox Theme music by Tyler Connolly, Chrissy Fox and Trevor Shand Bleeder's Digest is created and curated by Spider One, Chrissy Fox, Trevor Shand, and Lauren Shand. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider to never miss an episode. Bleeder's Digest is a presentation of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 